Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Hey there, welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Bonus teaser episode. Because uh, it's weird, right? Like, what's this coming out on a Saturday? Do you ever? I know I am a fiend. Fiend! For podcasts and uh, when some of my favorite shows come out on a day that I don't expect I'm like yes and then you find out it's just a two-minute preview for some new show well this is not that but what it is is a little bit of an insight into what it's like if you are a supporter of mine on patreon where you do receive additional content including every month at least one extra episode of the abundant yoga teacher podcast so uh, stick around and listen to a little bit, maybe the first half-ish of this month's bonus episode where I'm talking about the Panchakrityas, the five acts of God, and how they serve as a beautiful touchstone to manage our you know, arising feelings when it comes to feeling judgmental of where we're at in business. Also, a reminder that this weekend is the last chance to get your applications in for the Keep Growing Mastermind for the March start. There were three places available. There are now two. If you want to join us in my high-level mastermind, part group coaching, part one-on-one coaching, you need to apply and get all of that happening this weekend so that we can have a chat next week and you can join the first group coaching call on the 9th which is a Wednesday and maybe a Tuesday for you because remember I'm in the future well not if anyone if you're from New Zealand I'm in the past but you know what I mean let's face it New Zealand is the future uh amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing for the info on that also the link is in the episode notes in this little teaser uh which is available in full on Patreon you got to pledge five bucks to go listen to the whole thing if you want to you also get all of the back catalogue. There's a bunch of other episodes in there, replays of our book clubs and film clubs, good stuff if you are looking to, um, you know, go down the rabbit hole on uh, Abundant Yoga Teacher stuff. Goodies in there for five bucks. Um, blanked on what I was actually getting at. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, in this episode that I'm about to share <laughs> an annoying part of, <laughs> no, hang on, the content's not annoying. Well, if it is, you're already annoyed, so you've probably stopped listening, giving me a one star. Um, it's annoying that I'm only giving you half. It's a marketing technique. I want you to be a Patreon of mine. It's five bucks. You should do it. I'm worth it. <laughs> I reference a book by Christopher Wallace, Tantra Illuminated. If you want to go check that book out, um, I'll put it in the episode notes here as well so you can go buy it. It's a great textbook. It's a big read. I recommend you get that hard copy and the audible uh, and tag team. Okay, here we go. A little bit of what it's like when you sign up and support me on Patreon. The link for that also in the episode notes. Uh, Talk again on Monday.
everybody. Thanks so much for being a supporter of this show by being here, being a patron of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. As always, incredibly grateful. And finally, I'm catching up, getting back on track with making sure that you get your bonus Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast episode every month as of today. (laughs) I'm up to date. And then, of course, it's March on Tuesday or something. Man going so fast, going so quickly. And the answer to the question that I've been getting very often is yes. What's the question? Should I have a retreat? Do people want to go anywhere? I'm seeing people selling out retreats very, very quickly. I'm, um, here you go. You heard it first here on Patreon. Commencing negotiations for booking a venue for the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat 2023. Super exciting about that. Uh, Yes, it's coming. Yay. Uh, today I want to talk about <laughs> today I want to talk about the Panchakrityas or the five acts of God. Don't freak out. It's not uh, well, I mean it is intense, but hey, it's yoga, it's me. It's what you're here for. Um the, what am I talking about? Okay, so so let's let's take it from the top. So I did a couple of hundred hours all in of teacher immersions, teacher trainings, preparatory work, yada, in the Anusara method uh, prior to and during 2012 um, after finishing my initial 200-hour yoga teacher training, which was supposed to be Anusara inspired, but at the last minute the guy who was going to teach the asana bailed and someone else came in to teach it and no one was told until we all rocked up on the day and went, oh, (laughs) this is something else, you know. Yoga land. There's some bullshit that goes on. Anyway, still got a great training. Met Carlos Pomeda, made it all worthwhile, and uh, continued on to pursue that particular flavor, given that I didn't get what I thought I was getting when I signed up in the first place. All of this to say that fundamental to that tradition, at least at the time when I was more familiar with it, was the iconography or the murti of Shiva Nataraj, the Ananda Tandava Shiva. Uh, you know, the, the in the in the Shaiva Tantra kind of tradition, the representation of ab, the absolute, you know, call it God, call it, I don't know, call it absolute, call it unmanifest reality, whatever, um, represented in that particular form of that dude with four arms, two legs, wearing a necklace of skulls, some pretty wild-looking dreadlocks, uh, the Ganga coming out of his head, why not? Um, and that's good for menopause, I reckon. Get a bit hot. Got the ganga coming out the top of your head. Not so good for the makeup if you wear it, but hey. Uh, and, you know, uh, that guy, uh, Shivanadaraj, he's got a flame. He's going flames. He's carrying a drum. He's making a mudra. He's got one leg up. He's dancing. He's doing the Ananda Tandava, the dance of bliss. And that was a very um, important symbol at that time. And a lot of teachings were drawn from that. And a part of the training that I was um, that I undertook at that time, we were taught the tantric, or they called it at that time Kashmir Shaivism, but that term is now considered a little dated. But um, you know, Shaiva Tantra, uh, Tattvas, or metaphysics, and um, in that system of understanding reality, uh, the term Shiva is used not in the um, not in the sort of bhakti tradition of 
you know, Vishnu, Brahma and Shiva, but more in the sense of incorporating, like I said, that essence, that true nature of, of, of reality, unmanifest consciousness. We're just going to call it God for a shorthand. So I remember being in venues where they had those giant murtis and it was a big part of um, sort of feeling like, you know, it was an identifier, feeling like I was in the right place, feeling like, uh, oh, okay, this is my, these are where my people are at. Um, I know uh, when I used to go to LA when my teacher Noah Maze had his studio on La Brea, I think, um, in Hollywood and there was a big murti there which actually Tracy had given him as an engagement present and later when they moved their um when they moved their teaching to Wonderlust also in in Hollywood man that was a fantastic studio I love that place um DM me on Insta if uh, if you freaking loved studying at that studio god it was good i think it used to be gamook's place am i getting that right before wonderlust took it over anyway it's no longer but when noah was teaching there for a while um and i'd go there and i remember vividly sitting with noah and douglas brooks and dougal my friend dougal meacham and a bunch of other um people that you kind of know because you've seen them around for years but you don't really know um talking about i think we were talking about pancha muka Anjaneya at that time maybe i don't know but anyway um you know, in that in that hot small room right upstairs on the third floor, and Noah's uh, Murti was still there, this massive Shiva Nataraj, and and then I guess the other beautiful memory I have is um, doing a workshop in Melbourne at the Gertrude Street um, at Gertrude Street. And they had they had I just love those. It's an old building with the sort of warehousey. T- Shot, old shop front sort of building and has um, all of those red exposed bricks and they had a big murti there too and I did a workshop there in that studio with Julie uh, who had Sri Yoga in Brisbane and she took us through, it was a weekend workshop and she took us through the five acts or the Panchakrityas and that was the first time I'd been really exposed to those teachings in uh, an asana workshop kind of situation. That was prior to me um, doing my Anusara immersions, I think. Um, all of this to say that I, I really have a strong connection to that particular uh, murti to that to that particular iconography um, and while probably these days I would look to Hanuman as my Ishtadevata over Shiva um, as I've mentioned before in other shows and whatnot you know you get a tufa if you do that because because of the uh, particular uh, particular branch of of reinterpretation um, of the Ramayana, whereby Shiva decides to take the form of Hanuman so that he can support Ram in a way that will be of the highest service with the least amount of um, uh, you know packing. <laughs> Travel light, go as a monkey. So if you get if you take Hanuman, you get a little bit of Shiva as well, according to at least that particular branch of uh, Rambakta, which. I like. Anyway, all of this to say that I like the five acts of God. I find them to be incredibly powerful as a, as a, as a way of understanding the universe in general. Um, but for today, you know, I want to apply them as we do here to business specifically. So 
we're going to do that. We're going to go through these five acts. Um, and, and if you come from some kind of tantric or Shaiva kind of shakti, yeah, Shiva kind of tradition, and these will be familiar to you. Um, and they may actually map across other traditions. I don't know, even you you folks that are more into the TCM side, meridians and elements and all of that caper, they may even map across those. Generally, I find that these concepts, especially when they clustered into groups of fives, map, map across all sorts of other um, all, all sorts of other paths. So if you have a different tradition, um, and, and they correlate somehow, I'd love to hear from you. Do DM me or just chuck, chuck it in the comments here. Let's, let's have some conversation. Um, so the reason I decided to talk about, uh, the reason I decided to talk about the five acts today is because I have such a fondness for this teaching. It was really fundamental to my early, um, you know, the stage of your yoga teaching where, um, well, no, hang on. It's not. It's this. Let me. I don't, I don't. I shouldn't presume that you had this stage, but I know for me it was a stage where I was a yoga practitioner, and then I was a yoga freak, gagging for it. You know, like multiple classes a day, different teachers, different. Like just, I was eating at the yoga buffet, and then then there's a sort of a ripening first stage ripening and then you move into teacher training and I did the version of I'm never going to teach but um which is where a lot of big yoga studios make bank on people like me uh but at that ripening stage where you're just like open and loving all of it and starting to feel for me it was about starting to feel a new level of self-acceptance and that was all tied up in the um that was all tied up in these teachings. And in fact, I still remember I was sitting uh, in Sydney and uh, hello, lovely, you know who you are if you're listening. Um, I was sitting at the foot of a teacher that I admire very, very much. And, and they were talking about, um, you know, they were talking about Ananda, Ananda, uh, bliss and it, uh, and, and um, it being our true nature, which is fundamental to, to, you know, these um, five acts. And at the time, I was pursuing a path of pretty austere Theravadan Buddhism, and um, kept up bumping up against all of these tantric teachings. And it, and I remember having this almost like a career where I kind of just sort of went, "Oh, hang! I don't need to struggle. I don't need to make the struggle righteous. I don't. I don't have to choose that uh, adversity is more." dharmic or spiritual or righteous than ease i don't have to hate on myself as some kind of penance massive you know the for me because of my samskaras because of my upbringing and my societal context getting these teachings like the 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 four noble truths of the buddha just didn't feel they just felt um punishing you know life is suffering what I kind of want to move and shift out of that. Now, that, I'm not saying the teaching is wrong. I'm saying what I brought to the teaching meant that it didn't serve me well. It was compounding stuff that actually needed resolving. And it wasn't until I was sitting at the foot of this particular teacher talking about Chidananda and talking about the five acts of God where I suddenly went, hang on, maybe this yoga thing might have the keys I'm looking for 
and I can start to develop my mm, spiritual practice in a way that doesn't have to be punishing. And so I and so today we're talking about this topic because that over time the uh, panchakrityas have been a touchstone for me. But the other reason I want to talk about them today is because I'm using them right now. And even just over the past 24 hours, I've had two conversations with people that I really trust about what's going on in my business. And uh, and they've talked to me through their own uh, cultural contexts about essentially these principles and how, Amy, lighten up, maybe you're just going through a stage. So, uh, we're going to jump right into them. I'm going to go through all five of them and then through some examples. But before we get into the content uh, in the detail, I just wanted to remind everybody that there are now two places available in the Keep Growing Mastermind. So if you would like to work with me in 2022 and you like also like the idea of having some colleagues to work alongside um, and grow your business with, uh, you need to get your application in like this weekend, actually, because we get started. Yeah, actually, you know what? Let me check my calendar because this bloody February, short February messes me around. Um, yeah, we'll get started next week um, or the week after, depending on your schedule. But certainly we have our first group coaching call for the month of March on the 9th of March, which is probably the 8th for a bunch of you. Um, so you do need to get your shiz together if you are hoping to come join us and take up one of those two places. I'll put the link in the episode notes. It's also amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing. And um, there was three places. There are now two, if you would like one stick your application in. And if we haven't worked much together in the past, I just want to have a chat with you beforehand to make sure I'm the right one for you and you're the right one for us. Um, no big deal, but probably if, if, uh, you know, if we've worked together in some fashion in the past, then, um, cool. Can't wait to get your applications. Okay. So here we go. Um, Right. So, okay, because this is Patreon, because it's just us, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm just going to lay it all out there. Something very, very cool has happened in my life. Do you remember last year I put out the podcast episode, Amy Sings the Blues, named after the animated film Sita Sings the Blues. Uh, and I was making the point that um, there's lessons to be learned from getting dumped. <laughs> I was heartbroken and I turned to uh, Marcita to see Jesus. I thought I was dumped. She was dumped way harder. The guy that I was dating did not ask me to walk into a sacrificial fire. Not once, twice. Did not get me pregnant on a magical Tetris, no, Tardis-like chariot flying through space only to throw me away into the forest, make me live out the rest of my life in an ashram, raise the twins by myself. That didn't happen. Sita got royally dumped. Anyway, I got not as royally dumped, but I'm not as royal <laughs> uh, as Sita. And so I put out a podcast about it, about the lessons that Sita teaches us about enduring heartbreak. <laughs> oh, yoga. So many gifts. Well, guess what? The opposite of that is going on for me right now, and it's really nice, and I'm having such a great time. Uh, 
Yes. And what that means is, guess who's taken their foot off the gas a little in the business? I mean, the milestones are getting met. Um, Of course, my clients are being supported and all of those good things. The podcast is going out. The blogs are going out. The newsletters are doing all the things. The social media is happening. But I've had projects on the go like the big project for me, oh my God, I'll just tell you because hashtag Patreon. I've decided to give away social media confidence for free. As a lead magnet, I want to grow my mailing list. I want to make it really easy. I've had, here we go, 14,000 people unsubscribe from my mailing list since I started my business. You thought you had an unsubscribe rate. Check that out. 14,000 people unsubscribe. Hot tip, more than who's left. So, I've got this great idea, social media confidence. Someone bought it last night, even though the sales page is hidden from the navigation bar, even though it says on the sales page, class starts 25th of October, 2021. Someone signed up for that shit, gave me money for it while I was sleeping. This is a good course. If you've done it, you know, it's a bloody good course. Some of you have done it like four times. I've taught it 10 times. It's great. I'm going to give it away for free as a lead magnet. It's a really good idea. People are gagging for it every week. Multiple people say, when are you starting the next round of social media confidence? And I say, I'm not, but you can have it for free soon. And then I don't do it because I've taken my foot off the gas because I met someone. Okay, so yesterday I was walking with a friend and I'm like, dude, I've been looking at my numbers and for the quarter to date, I'm down like 48%. Like things are just stalling and I'm feeling really shitty about it. And we were walking around um, the Dalesford Lake, just not far from from where I live, which is something that we do on the regular and we conclude with an obscene amount of hot chips each. I don't share popcorn. I don't share hot chips. Something's too precious for sharing. Anyway, so he said to me, well, do you think it's a blip or do you think it's the start of a trend? And I was, you know, kind of mulling it over and thinking about how strange last year was and thinking about where my priorities have been, hint, not on the keyboard uh, for the past little while. And I thought, you know, no, this is not not the start of a trend. I think this is a blip. This morning, writing my journal, doing my Svadhyaya, which is my part of my morning practice every day, uh, you know, it was really clear to me that the piece that's missing – um, again, a, a great um, tantric teaching, you know, the, the, the importance of the missing piece. The piece that's missing is simply my awareness, my attentiveness, my I'm not turning to look at this particular thing. It's still absolutely there, but I've turned my attention elsewhere. And when I resume my attention back to uh, fulfilling my fi- monthly financial goals, I'm confident that things will bounce back and here we see the acceptance and softening that can come when we remember that in fact there are five acts of God and that they are constantly shifting and moving and that we may be in any of them at any given time on all levels of the spectrum so in everything that's going on in life we're always at one of these stages and inevitably moving through to another. Okay, so what are the five acts of God? I'm going to read a little bit from um, Christopher Wallace's Tantra Illuminated. Recommend it. If you want a textbook, it's a good one. I recommend you get the audio and 
the hard copy. I like I like the aesthetics of it because it's kind of square like Be Here Now and it's kind of blue-purple like Be Here Now. Um, and obviously, you know, Be Here Now. Freaking awesome. Right. So I'm just going to read uh, for a little bit from Christopher's book and I'll put the, the bibliography stuff in the episode notes. So if you don't have it, you can go get yourself a copy. He has it on Audible also and reads it himself, which is nice. So I'm reading for page 111. The if the five powers describe the fundamental nature of God, goddess, the five acts describe what he or she does. In this sense, they are expressions of the power of action, which, of course, never operates separately from will and knowing. So, you know, um, yana, icha, and karma there. The five acts, or the panchakritya, are not only what God, goddess, does. In fact, they are all she or he, she and he, ever does. So everything that is happening in the universe expresses one or more of these acts. The acts are shristi, creation, emission, the flowing forth of self-expression, stiti, stasis, maintenance, preservation of perdurance, didn't even know that was a word, uh, samhara, dissolution, reabsorption, retraction, Tirodhana, concealment, occlusion of forgetting, and anugraha, revealing, remembering, and grace. These acts take place on all scales, from the grand macrocosmic processes of the creation and dissolution of this entire universe to the moment-to-moment processes that create and dissolve your subtle inner experience of reality. Everything, 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 always and always moving through these five acts. I know when I get into tricky times like I was processing out this morning and I'm thinking about, oh, down 48% year on year in turnover, bah, um, my initial uh, – there's two places where I go. I've got two fundamental uh, fears that, God damn it, <laughs> God damn it, I have worked on, but here we go. Hello, old friend. <laughs> Another layer of onion, anybody? Yes, please. Um, that always come up for me, and each time I get to, uh, you know, erode just that little bit more. What's that Buddhist teaching about the silk scarf on the mountain, blah, blah, blah? Anyway, slowly, 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 lifetimes, 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 we're going to wear this shit down. So the two key things that come up for me when I look at that, when I look at the bloody Stripe app on my phone and it says year to date down 48% or whatever, quarter, actually I think it's quarter to date down 48%. These are the two things that come up for me. One, lazy, lazy. Does anybody have that teaching? That's from my daddy. Got that one. Thanks, Dad. So there you have it, folks. Another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favor to ask. If you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure. Of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Take deep care.